It is Monday, Labor Day in the States. Happy Monday. I am an hour late today, but we'll be here every single Monday, 9.30 Eastern Standard Time for Manifesting Mondays and Fridays. Hi, everyone that's joining. Hope everyone had an amazing weekend. Um, I love to start the week with talking about manifestation and bringing about your greatest and highest timeline in your life. What's up, everybody? So I'm going to be reading today from The Power of Awareness and Feeling is the Secret by Neville Goddard. What's up, everyone? So I think this is a great way to start our week, especially since it's a holiday today. We have a lot of people that are not probably working and stuff. So hopefully you'll be joining on here this morning and watching um, with all of the chaos going on in the world. It's like I need this even for myself because there's just so much craziness happening and so many distractions in the world and I'm just, you know, going a little crazy myself. I have a stiff neck today, which is weird. I guess there's just so many things um, <laughs> that I'm a little stressed about right now. So love you, love you, love you. Um, but this is going to be a good place to start. And this is if my computer does not act up today. <laughs> We're going to start reading from feeling is a secret, but... Um, I know. I just wanted to drop a note about my last post um, from yesterday about the bot accounts. And obviously, every time I go live, there are bot accounts that come on here and just say inappropriate things and whatever. Um, but I just didn't realize how often and how frequently it happens to cause more division on our pages and to cause um, more chaos. And there are tons of comments that are still happening on not my last post, the one before it, that are constantly saying things to incite violence. And um, I just want people to be aware that there are entities out there that have these bot armies that come onto pages and say things to try and stir up violence, to try and get people to think that they are the majority voice. And when you look into their accounts, they are not even real people. They are artificial intelligence. So just please be mindful of that. Um, What's up? <laughs> Just please be mindful of that because there's going to be so many attacks that are happening in the next um, couple months, year. You know, there's just a lot of weird things that are going on in the world and um, just wanting to cause more chaos. And we have to, yeah, have, I mean, strategically being done, absolutely. And it was just like, I came to that realization because I'm like, how is this possible that every time I refresh my feed, there's more comments from people all saying the same exact things, just in different kind of wording. And um, thank you, Hem. Um, so we have to bring all these things to the forefront because we don't even think about these things. We don't even think about the how we're co-creating the reality going against artificial intelligence. Like the people that you're having arguments with online are not even real people. It's artificial intelligence. They are bot accounts that are not real. They're thrown up into the system. They go through keywords, which Julie and I were talking about last night. They find keywords in posts and then they troll away um and that's just really important for us to recognize these things hey i just bought this planet better not be dying already um anything is possible anything is possible if we wanted to start our own bank we wanted to start our own binary absolutely ai gets its power from us we'll have to have a conversation about that um joe ashton in the house 
And I also just wanted to say we are 23 days out from going to Mexico. So if anybody wants to come with us, you can join us and go to nourishmysoulretreats.org. And we're doing 500 off of ticket sales. Joe, that'll be another live. Boston Trolls are absolutely ripping up. But I want to get into this today with um, feeling is the secret. And we talk about this a lot. We talk about feeling is the secret. We talk about Neville Goddard and um, what his techniques were to changing his entire life. And yes, Mary, I am. Um, So chapter two out of feeling is a secret, which is about sleep. And I know that many of us just think that sleep is just our body, you know, resting, right? And sleep is one of the most powerful times for the subconscious mind. So as we're going to sleep, grand rising fam, as we're going to sleep every single night, and I caught myself, not last night, the night before, because I know how powerful the state akin to sleep is. The, the part of our day that most of us use because it's so quiet. Right before we go to sleep, it's so quiet. Everything is still around us. So all the things that we worry about all day long come to us at that point because of how still everything is. It's the first time during the day that you had this stillness. So what do I do? I use that time to ruminate about everything that went wrong in my day today, right? I sit there and think about what happened with this person. Why did this person say that to me? How am I going to pay for this bill? I have so many things that I have to do. I'm so stressed out. We use that time to think about all the things that went wrong in our day or think about all the things that are going wrong in our life at that time. But the state akin to sleep, which is called SATS, state akin to sleep, is the most powerful time for manifestation in our lives. Because that is when our subconscious mind is most impressionable. And I've said this before. So as you're falling asleep, use that time to think about being in the state of the wish fulfilled. So the state of the wish fulfilled is what you want currently right now. Maybe it's the dream job that you want. See yourself at your office, see yourself answering the phone or whatever it is. If it's the perfect cat, if it's the perfect relationship that you want, use that time, the state akin to sleep as you're falling asleep to maybe see yourself celebrating your second wedding anniversary or that you're sleeping next to your desired partner use that time falling asleep or it's having 85 million dollars in your bank account see the numbers in your bank account feel it real feeling is the secret it's one of neville goddard's most famous quotes is the perfect cat okay joe feeling is the secret So as you're falling asleep and you are imagining this, our subconscious mind cannot tell the difference between a real event and a perceived event. So if you're spending your time while you're falling asleep, reliving something horrible that happened to you, maybe it was a really bad fight you got into, or it was some kind of traumatic um, incident, and you're using that space, the state akin to sleep, to think about the unfolding of that really traumatic thing that happened to you, your mind doesn't know if it's really happening to you right now or if it's imagined. So think about how powerful that is. So if you are envisioning 
having the beautiful home or having the amazing relationship or having five kids or having a beautiful farm with all these animals on it, if you are seeing that before you're going to sleep and you're feeling it real, you create a scene in your mind, a short scene. Maybe it's you going out to milk the cows every morning and you see that over and over again and you're greeting the cows, right? Whatever it might be that is your dream reality. Make it a short, less than five second scene. You're walking down the street holding the hands with the person that you love. Very, very short. And you just see it over and over again. And you feel it real, right? There's tons of meditations on these, um, like on these scenarios on YouTube that are just amazing. Some of them are like 20 minutes, whatever. If you listen to those, if you need guided meditations, uh, listen to the ones on YouTube. They have short ones. So you can play it as you're falling asleep. Grand Rising Shelly, you can play it as you're going to sleep. And that is impressioning the subconscious mind to bring those things to you. Okay? So that is the importance of sleep and the time before we go to sleep. Because as we go to sleep, if we're thinking of really bad things that happened to us and we're thinking in our mind, like, I should have said this to this person. And you're saying all these things. And you're, you're rehashing this entire scene. As you're falling asleep, right? Your subconscious mind as you're sleeping is impressed upon with that last thought before you sleep. So why not use that? Why not use that time before you fall asleep to envision the life that you want so that when you do fall asleep, that is what is impressioning your subconscious mind, not the negative things impressioning your subconscious mind. So sleep, the life that occupies one third of our stay on earth is a natural door into the subconscious. Oh, our bot is back. Oh, you're so bored this morning. Oh, and you're blocked. Bye. So <laughs> they're just going to come back again, but whatever. So it is with sleep that we are now concerned. The conscious two thirds of our life on earth is measured by the degree of attention we give sleep. Our understanding of and delight in what sleep has to be stout will cause us night after night to set out for what it is, though we were keeping an appointment with a lover. <laughs> in a dream, in a vision of the night, when deep sleep falleth upon men in slumbering upon the bed, then he openeth the ears of men and seal their instruction. That's from Job 33, 15 and 16. So I'm going to read that again. In a dream... In a vision of the night, when we fall asleep, I'm just going to put it in today's terms, in slumbering upon the bed, then he opens the ears of men and seals their instruction. So in slumbering upon the bed, which is the state akin to sleep. So as we're falling asleep in slumbering upon the bed, then he opens the ears of men, which is the, the subconscious mind, and we seal in those instructions. So whatever the instructions are, whether you're reliving something from your past that hurt you or whatever, you're sealing in that instruction to continue to impress the subconscious mind and then give you that into your reality. Like my mom, for example, over the weekend. I tell her this all the time and she just doesn't listen. She had surgery on her knee. She's still in pain. It's three weeks later. She thinks that it should be fully healed, which is completely unrealistic. And I told her that. And she said, she said, why does all this stuff keep happening to me? She said, anything else? Is there anything else that can happen to me? And I said, Mom, do you, do you realize? And she said, 
So people are always wishing evil on me. You know, there's always somebody that's, that's wishing that something bad happens to me. I said, no, mom, you're wishing that on yourself. She said, no, I'm not. I said, you literally just asked out loud and in your mind, is there anything else that's gonna, that can happen to me right now? So you're coming from a negative space. It's different if you said, oh my God, is there anything else great that can happen to me? That's one thing. And there's another thing if you say, is there anything else that you're going to give me? And you know that you're coming from a place of anger, right? I said, mom, you literally just asked if there's anything else bad that can happen to you. That is where you resonate. You're negative all the time. You're constantly thinking people are putting bad on you and everything else. You're putting bad on yourself by thinking that way. These are your own thoughts that are being reflected back to you in our reality. And she's like, oh, well, I didn't think of it that way. Okay. Our words are our wand. Shell, you're going to be there. Our words are our wand. When you keep asking the universe, oh, is there anything else bad that's going to happen to me today? There's always bad things happening. Oh, it's a dark cloud always following me. Okay. You are your own magic. So if you're constantly thinking from a place of negativity all the time, the universe can only give it back. Your thoughts and emotions shape and create your reality. Always and never are the most important words. It is in sleep and in prayer, a state akin to sleep. Now notice what he says. It is in sleep and in prayer, a state akin to sleep, that man enters the subconscious to make his impressions and receive his instructions. In these states, the conscious and subconscious are creatively joined. The male and female become one flesh. Oh, are you bored? It took you, it took you longer to make your new accounts. You're getting slow. Weirdo. Sleep is the time when the male or conscious mind turns from the world of sense to seek its lover of the subconscious mind. <laughs> These people have way too much fun coming on my lives in the morning. Affirmation. My thoughts and words create heaven on earth. I love that. I love it. Irina, don't even pay attention. It's a bot. And that person, every time I block them, they just make a new account again. Because they're that bored. But hey, entertain us. Great. The subconscious has no desire to change the conscious waking state, but loves it as if it is faithfully reproduces its likeness in the outer world or form. Okay, so the subconscious mind has no desire to change our conscious mind, right? It doesn't, it doesn't care. Our subconscious mind does not care if we're coming from a negative place or a positive place, if we wish evil on people, if we don't. The subconscious mind does not have judgment. It just accepts where you resonate most with as the truth, and then it makes that your reality. The conditions and events of your life or your children form from the molds of your subconscious of impressions in sleep. They are made in the image and likeness of your innermost feeling that they may reveal to you yourself. So if you do not like your current reality right now, your impressions, your subconscious impressions are made in the image and likeness of your innermost feelings that they may reveal who you are to yourself. Again, if you do not like the reality that you are in, you change self. You don't change the things outside of ourselves. I'm reading from The Power of Awareness and Feeling is the Secret by Neville Goddard. So this is Feeling is the Secret. They're two separate books, but this is them conjoined together. 
They're made in the image and likeness of your innermost feelings. Think to yourself, what are your innermost feelings? What do you think? I was on the phone with my little sister the other day and we were having a conversation and she was like really upset about something. And she's like, she's like, yeah, but I feel this at my core. And I said, because it is at your core, Steph, that is your core belief because that is what you were programmed with from your parents, my father and her mother. She's my half sister. So we are programmed with certain beliefs from childhood. Maybe that you were never good enough and your parents just didn't pay enough attention to you. So you're not chosen. You have that inner core belief. I'm not chosen. I'm not good enough. So you will play that out for the rest of your life until you understand where that core belief is coming from and you reprogram that, right? You reprogram those thoughts to say, I am good enough. Every day you repeat it to yourself and anytime that you feel something, I'm not good enough, you replace it. I'm good enough. I'm always chosen. Everybody wants to be around me all the time. There's plenty of people. Lynn's, we have to talk today. If you're free. Yesterday was a shit show with my family. Wait, what did Lindsay say? Just had a major revelation of how I manifested and what submission to authority really means. We got to talk about that, Lindsay. Um, okay. If you don't like your reality, what do we do? We change self. We don't try to change this person, that person, that person because they're showing up in our reality in a way that we don't like, right? A person only shows up in your reality as you believe yourself to feel and be true on the inside. You manifest people that will show up based on that belief. You show people will show up in your reality based on the beliefs you have about yourself. So if there's someone in your reality, you're like, I can't stand this person. Even if you're in the relationship with them, you somewhere at some point of your journey manifested that energy because you matched the energy. And maybe you're growing, maybe you're on a spiritual path, maybe you're just changing in some way religious, whatever it might be. Maybe you're just changing and shifting. And all of a sudden you're going to be like, I don't resonate with this person anymore. Things are, might even get harder than they have been because you're like, I don't like this. I don't like this anymore. And someone said your vibe attracts your tribe. And that that's it. We're vibrational beings. If my vibration, let's just make up a number. If my vibration is a 22, I'm going to match with other people on a 22. And I don't know what 22 means. I just made that up. But say that with my vibration. I'm at 22. So I'm matching with people that are at 22. But if all of a sudden I start to change and I'm doing all this work on myself and I'm just feeling different and, and I shift, whether it's for the good or bad. Maybe I met a bunch of people that are like not good for me, but I just start to resonate with them for whatever reason. I'm no longer going to be matching up with 22s. I'm going to be matching up with maybe some 10s or 11s, right? But if I start to elevate and I start to change and I start to shift in things and all of a sudden, like maybe my vibration's at a 50 now, Joe, 22 is your number. I'm going to start attracting people that are, that are on the number 50. And I'm, again, I'm just making these numbers up. That's, that's how, that's just how it goes. So if you're in a relationship with somebody and you were, you met them and you were on a 30 or both on a 30 and then you start to do all this work on yourself. Excuse me, bud. Leah, remember when we told, told you other people live here? He's got to get his little, little attitude in. And he takes after his mom. Um, okay, so this is Matthew 6.10. As in heaven, so on earth. What does that mean? 
Neville Goddard always goes back to Bible quotes all the time and breaks them down in a very different way than what I would ever see. If I read this as in heaven, so on earth, like it doesn't really mean that much to me. I'm just like, I don't know what that means because heaven is supposed to be the best place and earth does not look that way, right? As in heaven, Neville Goddard refers to the subconscious mind as heaven because we can create heaven, right? If we create heaven in our minds, we create heaven in our minds where Oh my God, I have the best life and I'm so happy every day. Like I'm so grateful for all the things that I have and this life is so amazing, right? If we create heaven in our mind, so it is on earth in our three-dimensional reality. If we create heaven in the subconscious mind, all good feelings, then so it is in my three-dimensional reality, right? So we all have different, see there's people, some people commenting different things of what this interpretation of this quote means. And when Neville broke it down in that way, as in heaven, so on earth. As in hell, so on earth, right? If we create hell in our mind all day long, and I'm not worthy, nobody loves me, I you know, I always get fired from my jobs, I'm always cheated on, I'm so fat, I'm ugly, nobody loves me, like why can't I have this? And I'm coming from lack. I'm living in a state of hell, as in hell, so on earth. It's the same thing. So if you say, as in heaven, so on earth, then you are creating a heaven in your mind, in your subconscious, that's created then on earth, right? Because our subconscious mind is, well, our reality is a projection of what is in our subconscious, what is in our deepest thoughts and feelings. As in the subconscious, so on earth. Whatever you have in consciousness as you go to sleep is the measure of your expression in the waking two-thirds of your life on earth. That's important. I'm going to read it again. As in the subconscious, so on earth. As in heaven, so on earth. Whatever you have in consciousness as you go to sleep, your state akin to sleep, is the measure of your expression in the waking two-thirds of your life on earth. That's how important state akin to sleep is. If you continue to go to use the time to fall asleep, to think about all the shitty things that are happening in your life. How am I going to do this? I'm so stressed out. I hate him. She's an asshole. Wait till I see him. I'm going to say this to him. When you use that time, that precious time falling asleep to do your dirty work, Whatever you have in consciousness as you go to sleep is the measure of your expression, your three-dimensional reality in the two-waking third, in the two-thirds of your life on earth. That's why, Karen says, that's why you never go to sleep stressed and angry. All comes back to purpose and self-worth. Absolutely. How many of us know what our purpose is on earth? How many of us ask that question? What is my purpose here? What is my purpose here? My whole life as an entertainer, I loved to entertain, right? I was a dancer. I was an actress. I did everything in entertainment. And dance fulfilled me in, in a lot of ways because I went through a lot of traumatic things as it, while I was dancing, not as I was dancing or because I was dancing. And that was my escapism. So I felt that that was my purpose, right? But it was not my purpose. And my whole life, I was always helping people. 
I was coaching kids. I was always the counselor somehow. People would always come to me for advice. And I always felt best when I was helping people resolve things or helping to empower people. Um, and a lot of my kids that I coached will tell you that. Um, that I always made them see that they could do things that they didn't think that they could do. So it was always kind of like mastering the mind. And even I didn't even really realize that that's what it was. So I found my true purpose, like when 2020 happened and I started speaking out against things. And it, again, it was about empowerment, empowerment, empowerment. And so then I started um, with the retreats because I want to empower, empower, empower people. So I'm like, that's my mission in life is, how, is to help people heal holistically and balance. Healing and balance, healing and balance, healing and balance. So I found what my purpose is. If we ask ourselves, like, what is my purpose in this life? Like, what is it? It doesn't matter how big or small it is. It just matters that we know exactly what our purpose is here. Because so many people live and die just like, you're born, you go to preschool, you go to regular school, you go to high school, you go to college, you're doing a job that you absolutely hate because your parents told you that you should. And then you retire and then you travel and then you die without ever even knowing really what your purpose is. You just do something because society tells you that that's what you should do. Um, so I think it's really important to figure out what your purpose is. I work with kids teaching them the real, the real science of the world and question everything. Love that. Nothing stops you from realizing your objectives. Your objectives save your failure. Oh, nothing realized, nothing stops you from realizing your objective saves you your failure to feel that you are already that which you wish to be, which is your wish fulfilled, or that you're already in possession of the thing that you think of. Your subconscious gives form to your desires only when you feel your wish fulfilled. I'm going to read that again. Your subconscious gives form, which means your subconscious will... Oh, you made another one... I mean, this person is like obsessed with my retreats. It's kind of strange. But anybody that's been to my retreat knows that it's amazing. So you can have fun, little bot man. Your subconscious gives form to your desires only when you feel your wish fulfilled. So let's break that down. <laughs> your subconscious gives form, which means your subconscious will... will then become, make your reality a projection of what you're thinking in your subconscious. Only when you feel your wish fulfilled. Now the wish fulfilled, most people are not even conscious of their wish fulfilled and they're just manifesting things all the time that they don't want. I don't know, Joe, he's bored. So feeling is the secret is the title of this book. So how much time do you spend feeling and reliving a fight you had with somebody or you know, you're jealous of something or why didn't this person text me yet when you're coming from this state of lack, right? Your subconscious gives form and the, to your desires. Your desire is not the things that you think about all day that are bad. But this is just how this matrix system works. Feeling is the secret. So if you're constantly feeling like, I hate this person, I need to fight with them, or, you know, this person's never going to stay with me, you feel that in your core. You feel that insecurity. You feel that certainty that something bad is going to happen. And surely enough, whether a week passes or a year or two years pass, all of a sudden that comes to fruition. Because your subconscious gives form to your, it's not even your desire, we're going to say desires, only when you feel your wish fulfilled. And it doesn't matter if it's good or bad. 
Why do these bad things keep happening to me? Because you feel that in your core. That's what you're focusing on. You feel that in your core. You know any people that are saying, oh, I'm just going to prepare for the worst. I'm just going to prepare for the worst. So your subconscious gives forms to your desires only when you feel your wish fulfilled. So if you're preparing for that, you're feeling the wish fulfilled of the worst possible outcome can guarantee you the worst possible outcome is what's going to manifest. It's just the way it goes. The unconsciousness of sleep is the normal state of the subconscious because all things come from within yourself and your conception of yourself determines that which comes. You should always feel the wish fulfilled before you drop off to sleep. Hi. Yes, they're just here to stir things up exactly. Um, so your conception of yourself, your self-concept. What do you believe to be true about yourself? I can never look like him and her, him or her. My body, like I'm so fat, I don't like the way that I look. I wish I was prettier. If you come from, if that is your concept of yourself, I can never have that amount of money, I'll never be that successful. This is just too hard. Things don't come easy to me. If that is your true belief, feeling is the secret, yes, by Neville Goddard. If that is the concept of yourself, that is what has to change, is your concept, your self-concept. What do I believe about myself to be true? There's plenty of people on here that are coaches. There's plenty of people on here that teach even different spiritual things that have the worst self-concept that I've ever seen. So, Angelo, South Philly in the house. So if you, there are so many people. Because people don't, if you don't study this stuff, you don't understand like which part of yourself has to be shifted to really make that leap. So your self-concept is so important because that's what creates your reality. Like there's so many people in the spiritual community that come from lack and think that poverty is virtuous and that we don't need money and all these things, right? That's one reality that maybe can take shape maybe a long time from now. But most people, not most people, I'm sorry, I'm not going to say that. A lot of people in the spiritual community, from what I have seen and experienced, would have a really poor self-concept. They don't have a strong concept about themselves that, you know, that I'm beautiful and I'm important and all these things and I, I have abundance and all this stuff. They come from lack. So it's interesting when people are teaching you about these high vibrational things when they their concept of themselves is low vibrational at its core. Spiritual leaders caught in the matrix, among many other things that they're caught in. You never draw out of the deep of yourself that which you want. You always draw that which you are. So whatever you draw to yourself is because that is what you are at your core. I am not worthy. I am never chosen. This person doesn't love me. My mom was never there for me. I'm just giving examples, right? So you don't draw out of the depths of yourself that what you want. You draw from the depths of yourself that which you are, and that is what becomes your reality. And it takes a lot of work to change that because it's it's a programming in ourselves. Me, it's me caught in the matrix BS. It's so hard, Crystal, whenever all the things never align. It's so hard to believe that anything else was meant for me. Okay, so this is what Destiny is saying. So 
She's saying it's so hard, but when we say these things and we believe these things, like, oh my God, it's so hard. And that was when I, when I started my manifestation journey, like, like I mean, really studying this shit, like two years ago or a year and a half ago, like when I was studying it every single day, I was like, this is so hard. Like, why is this not happening? I was coming from a state of lack. I can't possibly draw the things that I want to myself. What I'm saying, how hard it is. This sucks. It doesn't work for me. It feels like this is what it's meant to be. What's meant for you is what you believe in your core. That's it. So what's meant for you can only be the things that you align with. So if you align with how difficult life is, how much it sucks, I'll never make this amount of money. I don't deserve this. When you are happy, you sabotage it. Those are all our core beliefs about ourselves. And that's what we need to change. So once you start to shift your self-concept, and if you look this up on YouTube, you can find so many people talking about self-concept. Um, you'll start to understand like really how this whole matrix system works. And people start to say that this is new age and I'm just laughing at myself. Don't laugh at yourself. It's just, it's just making shifts. It's just making shifts. It's just figuring out what it is at first. That makes your reality look the way that it does. Like, what are the beliefs about yourself? What are the beliefs about your reality? Like, life is so hard. I hate it. Like, I was driving home um, late last night, and I was just, like, mad at the world and, like, thinking about all these things and thinking about how crazy things are in the world and stuff. And then I had to shift out of that. So as long as you can figure out where things are coming from, where they're stemming from. It's literally coming from your core. It's coming from a belief system that you've had for many years that does not serve any purpose for you anymore. And that old belief that you have that you're carrying around since you're a child is living your reality now. So until we understand that, our reality is going to continue to reflect a belief system that has nothing to do with who we are as people now. There's a couple questions in here. Yes, I'll be doing another retreat next year. Okay. Um, the feeling which comes in response to the question, how would I feel were my wish realized? So how would I feel if I already had the thing that I want? What time is it? How would I feel when next year, February or March, how would I feel if I already had the things that I wanted? That is the easiest way to get into the state of the wish fulfilled. So let's just give an example. Say in one month from now, your boss or the company that you work for or your, your own business said in one month from now, you will have $10 million in your bank account. It's going to be there no matter what. There's no questions asked. It's going to be there no matter what, okay? That $10 million is going to be in your bank account. You don't have to worry about it. Just live your life. How would you feel knowing that? Maybe if you don't have any money right now and you're really, like, trying to make ends meet, you'd be like, oh, my God, I'm so excited. Like, I can't believe this. In one month from now, $10 million is in my bank account. Oh, my God, this is fucking amazing. Like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And automatically, your energy shifts and changes. So he's saying, how would I feel if my wish were realized? How would I feel if someone said to me, in one month, <clears throat> you're going to have your dream house. And this is not what I want. I'm just saying. 
there's some people that do. You're going to have your dream house where you have 10 cows in the backyard. You have the farm of your dreams. Like, you're going to have it in one month without question. You'd be thinking every single day, like, imagining, like, oh, my God, this is so cool. Like, how, what am I going to do? Like, you know, I'm going to be able to have this much milk and I'm going to be able to do this. Your mind would be going and going and going, right, with excitement. Or if someone said in one month from now, you are going to be with the man or woman of your dreams. You're going to have the absolute most best relationship. They're going to be loyal to you, faithful to you. They're going to make you laugh. You're going to have so much fun together. Every day you would think about, oh my God, this is going to be amazing. Like, I can't believe like how amazing this is going to be. That's living in the end. That's living in the state of the wish fulfilled. As much as you possibly can. It's that excitement, that feeling. Feeling is the secret. That's the name of the book. Feeling is the secret. Feeling is the secret to manifesting your dreams and desires. Planning your positive future. Yes. Right? Me with my retreat, I'm like, oh my God, I'm so excited. Like, I can't wait. I think about it every single day. How amazing it's going to be and how much fun we're going to have. That's manifesting, right? That's manifesting. And I did this before I even knew how to plan a retreat. I just saw myself there with all these people. And I was like, this is going to be such an amazing experience. We're going to change lives and this is going to be great. And then suddenly, a year later, I was standing in a place where I was having a retreat and I had people there. So where do you draw the delusion line? Okay, so this is a very good question because a lot of people will feel delusional thinking like this. But there's a catch to that. You might feel delusional being positive, but why do you not feel equally delusional being negative? Because it's in what you see in your reality right now is not the outcome that you want. So it's much, much easier for you to believe and sit and stew in your negativity because that's what your reality looks like right now because you created that with your self-concept. It's much easier to stay in a negative place. But when you start to shift your focus in the opposite direction, it's not delusion. Because your mind created the reality that you have right now. So if you have a shitty reality, oh, <laughs> so if you have a shitty reality right now, your mind created it, right? Your mind created that reality, and it's that much easier for us to believe that the the book is called "Feeling Is a Secret." Destiny, does that make sense? So you're delusional either way. But the reason you feel less delusional being negative is because what you see in your reality is you're experiencing the negativity. So you're like, well, of course I'm going to think negatively. Like, look how shitty my reality is. It's like, yeah, but you created that yourself. So until we realize how powerful our mind is, how powerful our words are, that our words are our wands, that we're actually all magicians that have magical powers because we actually do, then... Oh my God, you're great, Dane. I'm so jealous. Tell your great Dane that I love you. Okay, Destiny, so you got it. Okay. So that was the most perfect question anybody could have asked because that's what I would think to myself. I'm like, I'm fucking delusional. Like I'm literally delusional, but it's it's really just a shift in the mindset. People that are successful, people that are happy, people that have everything that they want, they just think like this. And so it's not delusional because then their reality reflects that. And they're like, why would I not think that? When I used to think so negatively about money all the time, like I don't have enough and like, how am I going to do this when I was living off of a dancer's salary? Not a stripper, an actual dancer. Um, that's how I would think all the time. But when I shifted my mindset with my finances and what my goals are and that money comes to me easily, I don't even think negatively about money ever. I'm just like, I know money's coming to me. Money comes to me 
in so much abundance, I don't even know what to do with this money. And so I just think like that now. So I'm not delusional. I recreated the reality that I'm living in, right? Oh my God, they're so big though. Leo would not be happy if I had a Great Dane. Leo is kind of like a one woman dog. He doesn't like anybody else in his space. He'll play with him for a second, then he's like, okay, you need to leave my home. Um, so that was destiny. That was a perfect question because I felt delusional for a long time when dealing with manifestation because I didn't fully grasp or understand what I needed to be, what I needed to be thinking in order to create my reality so that when I'm constantly thinking positive things, I know that it's just going to show up. We probably shouldn't beat ourselves up over creating our shitty reality. We get a lot of gifts from society, ancestors, generational limiting belief systems. Yes, but we can also recreate our reality. So definitely don't want to beat yourself up, which I did. I was really angry with myself for a while because I'm like, I, Leo would boss him around. He would. I would literally fight with myself because I'm like, I created this, I did this, and I would just have a lot of blame and shame. Hey, excuse me. What happened? I guess this turned off by itself. Or it died. It needs to be charged. Um, and I would blame myself for these things. Lindsay, we 100% manifested each other. Lindsay is a sister that I, we did, we just manifested each other. Like, Lindsay has been so amazing in my life. And from when we met, like, her and I talked so, like, all the time before we met at the retreat in physical reality. It was just like, we just, it was like we knew each other forever. It was really amazing. Your vibe attracts your tribe. Um, where the hell was I? Once asleep, man has no freedom of choice. His entire slumber is dominated by his last waking concept of self. I'm going to read that again. Once asleep, man has no freedom of choice. His entire slumber is dominated by his last waking concept of self. So if your last waking concept of yourself is this person's cheat on me, I know that they're talking to somebody else or, oh my God, like everybody's getting laid off of my job. I know that they're going to lay me off and, and I know that I'm going to lose my job. His entire slumber is dominated by his last waking concept of self. I'm so fat and disgusting. Nobody loves me. What is your last waking concept of yourself at night before you go to sleep? Ah, uh, Linz. Lindsay said butterflies were just landing on my head when you were talking about me. I love it. Um, Julie, boom. Yes. His entire slumber. We're going to end with that. His entire, our entire night of sleep is dominated by our last waking concept of ourselves. Whatever your last waking thought is before you go to sleep, your entire slumber is dominated by that. Your reality is created by that because our subconscious minds create the reality that we're in. So just... Work on loving yourself more. Work on everything is shifting in the matrix now. By this time next year, we will see everything differently. So important to get your shit together and happiness. I love that. I love that. Because we are going to be at a very different point next year. You have to, you'd be lying to yourself if you don't feel 
the shifts that are happening in this goofy world that we're living in right now. There are a lot of weird things happening right now. And you would be lying to yourself if you were saying that the energy is not different. That things are shifting so much that you're just like, sometimes I don't even recognize like the world that I'm in. Or the timelines are shifting in such a way that even when I'm around familiar people, they feel unfamiliar to me. Or that you're living in such a time that you're in the same space as someone, but you're not living in the same reality as them. And that has been very, very interesting to, to see and feel, but it's just, you know, actually having the awareness of it. Because now I just pay attention to everything. And it's been strange. And I'm sure that, sure that other people can also relate to that. So I'm just going to read this one more time before we wrap up for today. Once asleep, man has no freedom of choice. His entire slumber is dominated by his last waking concept of self. Whatever your last waking thoughts are of you, of yourself, of the reality that you're in. Your entire sleep is dominated by that last thought. So just think about that. Okay. This is some of the stuff we're talking about the retreat. Guys, there's 23 days. If you're booking your ticket to come to the retreat, we're, we have $500 off tickets right now. It's 11-11. It's 11-11. Book your tickets. You can go to nourishmysoulretreats.org. Use code CRYSTALSR2. I'll put it in the caption if you forget. But we have so many fun things that we're going to do. Rodney and I were just talking about it yesterday. About rebounding and breath work. And he taught me a different type of breath work that I, that I don't do. Because I do practice Ujjayi breath and stuff. But we were doing belly breathing. Which was like really strange. And I was getting super lightheaded and... Um, I'm just learning, learning a lot from people. Lindsay's going to be there doing emotion code healing is stupidly powerful. So Lindsay's going to be doing emotion code healing. Um, I never watch when someone goes live on IG except this morning. It was meant to be you. If you listen to Neville all the time, like at, at first I didn't understand Neville Goddard. I was just like, this is too much for me. I don't get it. And then I just did so much like reading and listening and studying and um, like breaking down his stuff. And I would ask my sister because she was studying Neville for a, a long time. And I'm like, I don't get, I don't get this. Like I just didn't understand it. And now I get it. Yes. Aware that I am in a different reality now when I see people I've grown away from. You're very, very welcome. I'm going to save this one, Joe. Yeah, I save them. Uh, let me just see if there's any other questions. I realize that when I am positive about work, life, etc., good things come to me. The pandemic allowed me to see more of that as a focus on being so much more aware of that. And that's the truth. When, where our attention goes, energy flows. So if our attention is going to all the positive things that we're, even if our life looks like shit, there are always things to be grateful for, no matter what. No matter what, there's always things that we can be, be grateful for. And if your attention goes to bad things, then your reality reflects that. Which meditation? So if you want to do meditations um, on like YouTube for manifestation and things like that, just put up uh, like manifesting love meditation, manifesting money meditation, manifesting dream home meditation, and you'll be able to find it. I have to be at the retreats. Absolutely necessary. Shell, let's go. Um, so guys, I hope that you have an amazing week. And if you're celebrating, um, you know, or barbecuing today or whatever in, in the States, have a very amazing time. Um, and I love you all.
I might be live tonight. I don't know. Um, yes, I'm going to do another one next year. It's going to be in February or March. <laughs> so it's going to be amazing. Yes, Mary, I will see you in Florida. I can't wait. I have to actually put my patches on right now. I needed this today. Attended a family reunion yesterday. So that, Julie, I imagine that was very draining. <laughs> if you, Because you see people that you haven't seen in a really long time and it's like time stands still for certain people and they're in the same position, in the same complaint. And Joe, I'll probably go live. I'll see if Rodney wants to go live tonight and talk about our life in Mexico. Have a beautiful day, everybody, including the trolls that come on and troll my feed. Have a great day.